Good evening and welcome to a late night edition of the Cover 6 podcast. The first round of the 2020 NFL Draft has just ended and the gang is all here to give everyone some gut reactions right as the first round has ended. We've got four short questions. We're going to go around the horn and get everyone's quick reactions. We'll open it up a little bit at the end, try to get this out early Friday morning so you guys have our reactions as quick as we possibly can. All right, the gang is all here. Frank, we're going to start with you. Frank, what is your best pick from the draft tonight? So my best pick of the night uh, is at pick 17, and that's C.D. Lamb falling to the Cowboys. I just think it's the perfect pick for them. Uh, You can argue, oh, they already have two starting wide receivers. This is a league where you need as many wide receivers as you can. There's nothing wrong with scoring points, and C.D. Lamb is a guy who's going to create big plays it's another guy who can catch and make uh make some really special plays and I think that was just the best pick of the first round all right Ryan throwing it to you what is your best pick you saw tonight hate to be redundant and maybe I'm uh partial but I'm also choosing CD Lamb as the best pick in the first round just talk about what you the least thing you may have expected to happen out of our uh our mock draft we did two episodes ago I think I don't think anyone expected that to happen. I think the value of taking a uh, wide receiver of that caliber that high is just uh, too good to pass up. And I'm very grateful. Jerry Jones uh, made the right decision there. Jerry Jones from that draft war room on his fancy yacht over there, making some smart, smart draft decisions. All right, Eric, up to you, bud. What is your best pick from tonight? I think the Denver Broncos hit it right on the head with Jerry Judy at 15, giving Drew Locke another weapon there to throw to in Denver. All right, Nick, what about you, man? What do you think was your best pick tonight? Ah, uh, man, the guys are killing it because those were actually my top two. Uh, so I'm going to take it in a little bit different direction. My my favorite pick uh, from a fantasy aspect uh, was actually Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going to the Chiefs. I think he's going to be massively valuable to them, not just in the running game, but also in the passing game. He should be very well helped with that type of offense there. Anthony, what about you? What do you feel like was the best pick tonight in the first round? I'm going to go with Patrick Queen to the Ravens. I, he's the perfect modern-day NFL linebacker that shores up pretty much one of the Ravens' only needs they actually have. All right, and then I think my favorite pick from tonight is going to be probably the least sexy of these six. I'm going to say it's Cesar Ruiz to the Saints. I think the Saints were smart. They know they have a very short closing window with Drew Brees, and they're doing everything they can to protect him, get holes for Alvin Kamara. I think that was a smart, smart pick for a team with an aging quarterback that's trying to win as much as it can and as quick as it can. All right, guys, restarting our around the horn order here. Frank, back to you with the opposite question. What was the worst pick that you saw tonight? So I don't think this is a worst pick in terms of the player itself, but I think it's the worst pick in terms of fit. I think the Browns taking Jedrick Wills at 10, you're going to basically make a guy who plays right tackle play left, or you're going to make a guy who just paid $42 million to who plays the right right side you're going to make him play left. So somebody's going to have to be a, a square peg in a round hole, and I think that's a bad move on their part. All right, Ryan, what did you see tonight that made you kind of, you know, flinch and grimace a little bit? What was the worst pick that you saw, in your opinion? 
First pick I saw tonight is probably, I'm assuming we'll probably hear it from another guy um, coming up as well. But Damon Arnett to the Raiders um, is just a massive reach. Um, even I thought I was high on him, and I saw him as a late second round pick. Um, I just think that's Raiders doing what Raiders do. Um, being afraid that anybody, someone, someone's going to steal their their favorite prospect and just throwing any sense of realism out the window. Um, that was just a just a bad decision. All right, Eric, as our resident Packers fan, I have a sneaking suspicion where you're about to go here, so let's try to keep the rant under about a minute, bud. What do you think was the uh, what was the worst pick you saw tonight? Um, the Jordan Love pick by far was the biggest the biggest gut punch. Not necessarily the actual pick itself, but actually just moving up and wasting that fourth round pick as well in the trade. But unless Love is actually going to be lining up as wide receiver in the next year or two for the Packers. They just threw in Rogers Super Bowl. Any chance of winning another one out the window? Yikes. Yeah, that's honestly about what I expected to hear from you, bud. Sorry about that pick. T's and P's. All right, Nick, to you, what was the worst pick you saw tonight? Yeah, I think Ryan hit the nail on the head with uh, Damon Arnett. I didn't expect him to go even in the second round, uh, maybe mid-third or late-third, so – the Raiders taking him at 19, I think, was was a huge reach, um, which is the Raiders being the Raiders. So kind of expected it, I guess. Anthony, let's get your thoughts here. What do you think was the worst pick you saw tonight? So besides the Raiders, once again, taking Ohio State's second-best corner, one of the worst picks, in my opinion, was Jalen Ragor. It's more based on who was there. Taking him over Justin Jefferson, I'm just not a fan of it at all. And I really can't wait for uh, the first time Philly fans want to burn him at the stake when he drops a big pass in a big game. Welcome to Nelson Aguilar 2.0. All right, my worst pick in the draft actually was one I liked only because I felt like it vindicated, uh, you know, my Colts and Chris Ballard a little bit. I did not like the Javon Kinlaw pick strictly because they took the probably second best defensive tackle in football, third best defensive tackle in football, and replaced him with you know, a significantly worse rookie. Obviously, there's some financial considerations that are up against the cap, but um, I feel better having given them that pick when I feel like the Niners turned around and blew that pick, so. Uh, all right, once again, back down to the start of the order. Frank, what was the biggest surprise for you in the draft tonight? Biggest surprise to me was that Christian Fulton's name was not called. We heard uh, A.J. Terrell. We heard Jeff Gladney. And uh, Christian Fulton was the guy who I thought was potentially the second best corner in this draft, and he's still there available on day two. All right, Ryan, let's hear from you. What do you think was the biggest surprise for you tonight? Biggest surprise for me tonight definitely was the Packers trading up to take Jordan Love. Kind of made my jaw hit the floor. Um, much like Eric said on his last segment, uh, they just kind of just threw everything out the window at this point. They have no receivers. There's no chance they are competing this year. Eric, let's hear from you, bud. What was the biggest surprise for you tonight? I think the biggest surprise, not necessarily a pick, but like the lack of trades. We talked, we had like all the smoke screens about who's getting traded in the top three to five with the Lions and the Dolphins, and what no trade happened until pick 16, 15, somewhere on there. So just the fact of the lack of trades, but that could have been due to the virtual draft. All right, Nick, what are your thoughts on your biggest surprise from the draft tonight? Uh, for me, the biggest surprise, there there was quite a few reaches, I feel like, uh, within those last 
15 picks where it left a lot of talent. A.J. Vanessa, Yoder Grasmatos, Chenault, Swift, Fulton, McKinney, they're all still available going into day two. And I saw a lot of those guys going in day one. So a lot of talent on the board uh, heading into uh, round two of the draft. Anthony, what about you? I think one of the biggest surprises for me personally was the fact that the Niners actually traded up from 31 instead of down. Giving up the fourth round pick they just gotten in the trade down with Tampa Bay. And now they're back to square one of uh, not having any picks until round five. Biggest surprise for me was probably the order we saw the tackles come off the board. I think everyone knew there was going to be a lot of tackles taken. This was considered a good tackle class, but... Seeing Mackay Becton be the third tackle, Tristan Wirfs be the fourth tackle, I think was surprising, you know, based on almost any mock draft you'd read anywhere. I really liked Andrew Thomas, so seeing him go fourth was a little bit of vindication there, but I think everyone was expecting Wirfs or Becton there, knowing just how they tested and also knowing, you know, who Gettleman looks for in a prospect up there in New York. All right. Question number four for our 2020 first round draft immediate reaction. Frank, who is your favorite player available for tomorrow? Oh man, tomorrow. I cannot wait to see Antoine Winfield Jr.'s name called uh, such a ball hawk. This guy is going to be an immediate contributor who looks like he's falling down the board. Maybe it's due to the depth of safeties right now, but it's going to be such a steal for somebody in the second round. And I cannot wait to see what team he lands on. Ryan, who's your favorite player currently sitting on the board for round two tomorrow? My favorite player still available after round one is Josh Jones. I'm pretty surprised to see Isaiah Wilson and Austin Jackson go above him. I think, uh, I think at any point in round two, he's going to be a steal, um, and he can slide inside to play interior too. So don't only look at teams who need tackles. Eric, who's your favorite player left on the board for rounds two and three tomorrow night? I'm going to go with the Wisconsin running back of Jonathan Taylor, just a ball hog in college and he's going to run the rock and he might be one of the, he might be the third running back taken tomorrow, but I think he'll be his name called early in the second round. All right, Mr. Miller, what about you? I know your bears got two second round picks tomorrow. Who are you looking at as a top player available? Yeah, tomorrow should be a big day uh, for the bears since we didn't have a first round pick. We've got two going into tomorrow. I'm big on the safeties with McKinney and um, Delpit even tomorrow. Uh, but Winfield, I think, is going to be a stud. But obviously, I'm, I'm still a huge Denzel Mims guy, so I really want to see where he lands as well. Anthony, who are you feeling tomorrow as one of the top players left on the board that teams are going to be looking at early in the 30s? I'm a big old fan of Michael Pittman Jr. out of USC. I think if you want a wide receiver who can step in and become possibly becoming your wide receiver one, Pick Pittman, have a big old dude come in there and pluck the ball straight out of the air, no matter where you throw it to him on the field. Yeah, Anthony, you took the words right out of my mouth. Michael Pittman's one I was definitely excited about seeing tomorrow for day two. Uh, adjusting on the fly, I'm going to say that Christian Fulton and Jalen Johnson are probably the two corners I'm equally excited about for tomorrow. Obviously, the reaches on some corners early in the first round, they push those guys down. And teams that need secondary help, I think, will be moving up quickly to try to secure one of those two guys that make the last of the, you know, second tier of corners before that steep, steep fall off into the third tier of cornerbacks. All right. And for the last segment of our first round draft immediate gut reaction show, I want to hear about everyone's teams that won and teams that lost the first round tonight. 
Frank, once again, we're going to start with you. What team won the draft and what team lost the draft or won and lost the first round tonight? Right, right. So uh, the team that won the draft is the team that picked first. They got a franchise quarterback who is going to be a cornerstone for them for, I believe, the next 10 years. I think they resisted temptation if there really was offers out there to move back. Uh, they got their guy and are set for the future. As for a loser, the one team I'm going to point to is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they had a huge opportunity to select another playmaker at pick 20. Instead, they took Chase on, which is fine. However, uh, you've just lost all of your negotiating power with Ngakwe now. So good luck moving him for a one next year. I don't see that happening now. So now, instead of having a starter at 20, you have a backup. All right, Ryan, throwing it to you. Who is your team that won and your team that lost tonight? I'm going to disagree with Frank a little bit. I think Jacksonville did have a nice draft. Um, I definitely do understand and agree with the point as far as Ngakwe's value dropping. I'm not sure they were going to get a first round for him anyways. They have been looking to move him for a while, and it hasn't happened. So um, I think his value dropped, but I don't think it's all that significant. You picked up a, a stud corner and a guy who can play – and hopefully fill that Ngakwe spot in a year or two, um, no problem. So that's why Jacksonville's my winner. And then my loser is the Dolphins. They, uh, I don't know why every time there's a team that has three picks in the first round, they go ahead and blow two of them. Two was a nice pick. Austin Jackson is definitely a reach. And Igbenogany, he's been talked about late in the first. Um, slot corner in the first is always kind of a stretch for me. But, um, yeah, I just don't think they capitalized on having three picks. All right, Eric, you're up. What team do you think had the best night and what team had the worst night? So for the best night, I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals, having Isaiah Simmons fall to them at eight. Linebacker who can play safety and everything. So it's a really, really nice piece for the Cardinals to have. For the loser, I am going with the Washington Redskins, actually, and not moving Trent Williams before the draft or anything like that. So... Well, the asking price back has to be much lower now, at least for now until an injury or something occurs. All right, Nick, you obviously did have much of a dog in the fight tonight with your Chicago Bears not having a first-round pick. With that clarity of neutral observance, who do you think won and who do you think lost the first round tonight? So, unfortunately, I didn't have much of a dog in the fight, although my division – made some interesting moves tonight. I actually think the team that made the best move uh, was the Minnesota Vikings, getting Justin Jefferson, who I think could be a really great replacement for Stefan Diggs, which is unfortunate. I actually think he could be better than Diggs was just because of his route running and, and his overall game. And then also with them being able uh, to get Jeff Gladney, who I was really high on for a corner. He's by far, I think, the fastest corner in this draft as well. Uh, so they definitely added some speed to that defense. So I love what they did, uh, which actually doesn't really benefit me as a Bears fan um, and the team that 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 dropped the ball for me is is got to be the Raiders again uh, this year versus last I, I do like the Henry Ruggs pick I still think he was my wide receiver three I would have taken Judy or CD over him but I understand Raiders Nation's always going to want speed but that that Damon Arnett pick is just not that's just that that's just not going to be good they're going to be in the same boat that they've been in with the last few DBs that they've drafted and he'll be off the team in two years all right, Anthony, who do you think won and who do you think lost the first round of the 2020 NFL draft tonight? For my winner, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. They didn't have to trade any picks. 
to get one of the top three wide receivers on the board and who some people had as wide receiver number one with Jerry Judy, who's honestly one of the better compliments to have for a guy like Gordon Sutton in their offense. For the loser, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Feels like we say their name almost every year in the first round, but I mean, come on, taking a run stuffing linebacker in the first in today's NFL, I couldn't do it. It wouldn't be me. Yeah, I think for my winner tonight, I'm going to have to go with the Baltimore Ravens. They sat there, they were patient, they let the board fall to them, and they were able to get, you know, either the second or third best linebacker in the whole class at 28, depending on, you know, what scouting service or person you choose to follow. Good off-ball coverage linebacker is going to slot in immediately as a starter on that defense, and that's a great, great value pick for them at 28. And an interesting note is the first LSU player ever drafted by the Baltimore Ravens in the history of the franchise. Strong ties to Alabama players with their old GM, Ozzie Newsome. Now that he's gone, it looks like things have started to change a little bit. On the opposite end for losers, I'm going to have to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think, again, not that I dislike Jalen Rager, but I think the opportunity cost of Justin Jefferson being a better wide receiver and you let him go and took a smaller receiver who had some drop issues, who's primarily a screen weapon at TCU, just didn't seem like it was the best pick to try to really strengthen that core and give Carson Wentz a fighting chance going forward. All right, guys, thanks for joining us tonight on our late night cover six podcast first round draft recap. We will be back again tomorrow night recapping rounds two and three and prepping y'all for the start of day three of the NFL draft. As always, you guys can submit questions or debate topics at cover underscore six podcast. All of our podcasts, past, present, and future are on Spotify. And thank y'all for listening. Have a good night. We'll see y'all tomorrow.